welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Kevin, and he writes, Your podcast has been great. It's challenged my thinking in a lot of ways. I particularly recall back and continually share the podcast you did talking about opening a restaurant and how much thought you put into the dishes. This way of thinking is a lifestyle and something so much more than dishes. It's about details mattering in everything you do and sending a message to those around you that they matter. Thank you for the insight. If I can add, you're an investor in multiple countries and I aspire to do the same. I'm wondering how you think about currency and functioning in multiple countries. Do you try and hold fiat in multiple countries, or do you pull your profits home to your home currency? Do you try to time the exchange rates? Do you try to hold foreign profits in something like gold, or do you find safety being diversified in multiple fiats? Well, Kevin, this is a great question, and very timely. I'm not one to speculate hugely on currency. I'm first and foremost a real estate investor, not a speculator. You're correct that any time you change funds, you're incurring transaction costs and a certain amount of foreign exchange risk you have the risk of a foreign exchange gain or a foreign exchange loss. There's an ebb and flow of global capital from one currency to another. We maintain bank accounts in both Canadian and U.S. dollars so that we minimize the number of currency conversions. The official exchange rate is the midpoint between the buy and the sell price for a given currency. And the spread between the buy and the sell price is essentially the profit the company making the exchange on your behalf earns for providing that service. That spread is usually highest at your local bank, and for smaller dollar amounts. Your bank will usually give you a better rate above $100,000. Make sure you ask for a better rate. There are also private foreign exchange companies that charge about half of the spread compared with your local bank. You need to weigh the convenience of performing the transaction within your local bank compared with the lower cost of using a third party. These third party companies can also allow you to pre-purchase the exchange at a future date. You can think of this as an insurance policy for your future exchange. They're going to ask you to deposit a certain percentage of the funds to be exchanged as a security. If you fail to honor the commitment to complete the exchange on the contract date, then you will lose your deposit. Most companies will allow you to buy that future contract for up to a year in advance. The fee that they charge is usually only a few percentage points. For some investors, that futures contract is attractive. But if your investment horizon is longer than a year, then it might not be a good product for you. At the end of the day, you are taking some foreign exchange risk. But I'm going to go out on a limb and make predictions for three of the major currencies over the next 12 to 18 months. We saw that the European Central Bank has reported on inflation in Europe at about the same time as the U.S. Federal Reserve provided their latest guidance. The Fed has indicated they plan on three rate increases during 2022, starting as early as March. They are expecting to end the year at around a 0.9% interest rate. The market yield on U.S. Treasuries is also expected to rise. In fact, it's already risen a little bit over the past week. In contrast, the European Central Bank is guiding that they intend to keep rates near the current 0% rate for the foreseeable future. All other things being equal, we can expect to see a flow of funds from euros to U.S. dollars. That means we can expect the dollar to strengthen against the euro over the next year. By how much? We don't know. Probably not more than a few percentage points, but we can expect the dollar to strengthen. At the same time, we're experiencing interest rates increasing, we're also experiencing an energy shortage. 
Venezuela is undergoing an energy crisis, largely the result of mismanagement. Mexico is reducing their oil exports and directing the production into the domestic market. Canada is increasing their export of heavy crude to the U.S., which is desperately needed to balance the West Texas light sweet crude in the refining process. That's going to reduce reliance on heavy crude coming from the Middle East. Both oil and natural gas prices are expected to remain high for at least the next 12 to 18 months. The U.S. and Canadian dollar are influenced by the demand for oil. When oil prices increase, so too does the Canadian dollar. So we can expect interest rates to rise in Canada as well. They're likely to maintain parity with U.S. interest rates. We can predict the Canadian dollar is likely to rise against the U.S. dollar over the next 12 to 18 months. By how much? Well, we don't know. Again, I'm not one to spend a lot of energy speculating on foreign exchange, but taking these factors into account, we can lower our foreign exchange risk. We still focus the bulk of our attention on the very best real estate projects that we can find or conceive. I want to thank you, Kevin, for a fantastic question. And for the listeners at home, have a terrific rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.